Hi, this is Jim Lyon, and you're listening to Viewpoint. Viewpoint today on Expedition, we're in Chiang Mai, Thailand. We're a part of a convention of Christian believers who have gathered from 14 nations all throughout the Pacific Rim and South Asia for a convention to encourage one another and to dream about what might yet be in the nations they call home, places they love. And with me today is one of the most remarkable men I've ever met. I've known him for over 10 years, and every time I'm in his company, I'm inspired. You will be too. Stay with us. Our guest today on Viewpoint, as we are in Chiang Mai, Thailand, is not from Thailand, but from China. He's actually from what's called the Republic of China, Taiwan. Yes. But he has tremendous influence, not just on that island nation, but on the mainland of China, where he travels often and commands the respect of thousands. His name is Alan Lowe. Alan, thanks for being with us today. Hello. And uh, Alan, you have always lived uh, in Taiwan, is that right? Yes, yes. Your family has deep roots there? Yep, yeah. And what would be the first language? What's the dialect of the Chinese language that you would speak uh, in your house? Okay, I'm Hakka people, so I speak Hakka. It's a kind, it's kind of uh, dialect in, in Taiwan. So that, that is my mother tongue. That is your mother tongue. Yeah. And when you travel to mainland China, yeah. is that also understood? No. But Not some, so much? Uh, but only one or two uh, place. But mostly they speak other dialects. Yes. And do you speak those dialects? No, No, No? I speak Mandarin. You do speak Mandarin, which is prominent in the mainland. Yes. 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 So you can make your way when you travel across the channel from Taiwan to the mainland. Yes. And uh, Alan, as you were growing up in Taiwan, the world was framed somewhat differently. A profound division between what we would call in the West communist China. Yeah. People's Republic of China, and the Republic of China, which is the official name of the government in Taiwan. Yes. I mean, there was just, no one went back and forth. Nobody Mm -hmm. would cross. Yeah, for uh, many, many years. Many, many years. Yeah. And now the world has changed a bit. So you can travel freely, is that right? Yes. Uh, No problems. No problem. And do do people from the mainland come to Taiwan? If they, uh, it's it's okay. It's okay. When they get the visa, they can come freely. But maybe more people going from Taiwan to visit the mainland? Uh, recently, more uh, mainland China uh, people from uh, uh, visit Taiwan for tour and so on. A yes. lot. Yes. But now, people like you go to the mainland. You can go to Hong Kong yes. or straight into other cities. I can straight into other cities, not necessarily through Hong Kong. But, well, several years ago, has to be uh, go through Hong Kong, but now I can direct from Taipei to Jinan or to Xi'an or Shanghai, many, so, many cities. So there's just so much more openness now and freedom right. to yes. interact, to travel, and to do business. Yes. And a lot of this, I'm going to guess, is driven by business because yes. people will compromise sometimes their hard rules if mm-hmm. there's money to be made. Yeah. And so the two Chinese governments have yeah. found a way. Yeah. And uh, that's relevant for our dialogue today because you, Alan, yes. are a follower of Jesus. Yes. And you have been a pastor in Taiwan. Yes. And still serve 
uh, yep. local churches there. Yeah. Uh, but you also have a heart for helping people in the mainland yes. to understand Jesus, yes. who he is. Yeah. And now you live in a time where you can go to the mainland yes. and talk about Jesus in ways that we couldn't have imagined before. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me, in earlier days, when you would go to China, to the mainland, yeah. and you would travel, I remember you telling me that you had to kind of go by train or in crowds because to book a seat on an airplane would make a trace of your name. People yes. could follow you. The government yeah. could see where you're going. Yeah. And you wanted to go kind of under the radar. Is that's, that true? That's true, yes. Is that still true? Not now. Well, the first, the first time I went to mainland China, that was uh, 1989. Uh, that the second year that uh, both sides opened the gate yes. that we can visit uh, mainland China. But at that time, we had and we have to be very, very cautious, uh, especially I, I'm a pastor, and I went there for teaching and uh, training. Well, that's, that's illegal for the uh, Taiwan pastor to went there to do that work. So I have to be very cautious. So I try not to let them know or the government can trace me where you You don't want to there. leave footprints anywhere. Yeah, that's true. And that's to protect yourself, but also the people that you meet with. Yeah, that's right. But the world has changed now. Yes. And uh, I know there have been days when pastors that you and I both know yeah. found themselves imprisoned yeah. for their work in Christian ministry. Yeah. But now there are parts of the country more open. When we come back, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk to you about the way it is now mm-hmm. and how China itself is, is being changed as the gospel is growing. guest today on Viewpoint is Alan Lowe. He leads a church in the Republic of China, Taiwan, but he also has a large ministry and influence in mainland China, the People's Republic of China. And uh, Alan, today there is an explosion of churches in mainland China, and by that I mean it's growing very rapidly. I read recently that at the present rate, China will have more Christians than any other country in the world within a generation. Yes. And you're you're an eyewitness to this phenomenon. Yeah. Tell me about what you're doing, what you see when you go into mainland China. There are house churches, there are pastors. What do you find when you go there? Well, you know, one thing that um, I 
astonished me that was, you know, that was two years ago, I was invited to a convention. And that convention was held by the Christian in mainland China. There are over 100 people attending. And, um, and what they talk about is to do the mission to the Muslims, to the <laughs> in China and <laughs> in everywhere China, else. Muslims, yeah. You know, in, in that, before that, the church in, in, in mainland China, you know, always need, we will go and teach and, and sharing and training, and they need help. But suddenly I found this, they, they grow up and they do the mission by themselves. They're self-sustaining in a way. Yes. And, uh, and self-propagating. They're, yeah. they're reaching their own country now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's extraordinary. Yeah. Is it true that uh, most of the churches that you work with are small house churches? I mean, 35 people or so, and then they replicate and branch yeah. out that way? Yes, yes. That's how but, it works. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, most, most of the uh, church we are, I'm working with is house church. But when they grow up, I mean, when they more people and like uh, 40, 50, then government will come to them and ask them to register. And so uh, they, uh, there were three self-church and they become registered church, but they still do the same thing. Just the difference only they register, yes. but they do the same thing they, they were doing. So they're not afraid to register no. these days. They no, will, they, and they, that allows them to grow. Yes. Because the government does not allow any group for yeah. any purpose yeah. to congregate yeah. without being registered after a certain size. Yeah. Yeah. And the churches have yeah. to do the same. Yeah. And as that's growing and expanding, uh, the fabric of China under the ground, we don't read this in headlines in newspapers, but it has to be changing the way China yeah. Yeah. Uh, is living. Yes. When you have visited China now and you go routinely, yeah. uh, you've discovered not only the gospel expanding, yeah. but you find now believers, followers of Jesus mm -hmm. in the mainland, and they are looking for better lives. Yes. And one thing you've stumbled upon is actually a kind of ministry business yes. about how people can be blessed by God mm -hmm. as they align themselves with biblical principles mm -hmm. and surrender to Jesus, then yeah. new ideas and doorways open. And when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about coffee, okay. which strangely has become a part of the gospel work. Yes. Stay with us. Okay. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of time. Faith. 
Last year, I was in a conversation with a vice president at the Billy Graham Association uh, in the United States, and he was telling me about some contacts the Chinese government in the mainland had mm-hmm. made with the Billy Graham Association. And the reason that they had had this contact was because the Chinese government itself understood mm. that there needed to be a, a new work ethic and values frame for the economy mm-hmm. to prosper. Mm-hmm. And they looked around and they thought, you know, there is a kind of biblically grounded work ethic and, and values to business that can help businesses grow. This mm-hmm. was their conclusion. Yeah. And so they, they asked the Billy Graham Association for some insight. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing this up to say, Alan, you are actually experiencing the same phenomenon where in China the economy is developing rapidly and yeah. there's a kind of values vacuum. And people long for some kind of structure, some frame of reference that can help them know how with integrity mm-hmm. to build their business and, mm-hmm. and to prosper. Mm-hmm. And all of that converges in the gospel witness because now there are Christian businessmen in China. Yes, They're developing their businesses. They use Christian principles. Yes. And it also becomes a way of witness. Yes. Now, you especially have had contact with a village in yes. China. Yeah. And uh, tell us about that village, its, its struggle to develop some uh, better ways of living, yeah. and how that works with coffee. Okay, well, it, it was my, uh, one of our, our uh, uh, minister or evangelist, uh, he's my student, and he came to me and said, well, pastor, uh, can you help our village, our people, that we have a lot of coffee, but we don't have the way to sell so uh, we cannot sell a good price, and uh, well, would, it, would you help us? You know, most of them are Christian, but they would like to have the bless from God, but we would like to find a way that we can sell the, the coffee bean. Because the coffee beans grow naturally. Yes. It's a very uh, proper climate for coffee yeah. where they yeah. live, yeah. and they have the product, but yeah. they don't know how to get it out and yes. to develop the business. Yes. Pastor, can you help me? They say to you. Yeah, I said, well, I try. <laughs> I'm not a businessman, but I would like to try to help the 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 my mission area. I would like to try to help them. So I start to pray about it and uh, ask Lord's leading. And uh, 
two years later, I met uh, um, my uh, uh, classmate when I was a little boy, and we had a, we had a, we had I, I met him and uh, and asked him about what are you doing, and he said, well, he is uh, he is a leader of association about coffee. I said, well, <laughs> can you help us to uh, develop or to the, find a way out to, uh, to sell the, 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 the coffee? He said, well, why not you bring the coffee bean for me? Then I, I will find a way. So I bring the coffee bean to him. And he roasted and tested. He said, well, the coffee is pretty good. But not that good. But they has many. They have a lot of potential. You can make that coffee bean upgrade. You can better. improve improve, yeah, improve the crop. The, uh, coffee. And so he began to counsel. Yes. And, and you brought that to the village. Yes, I brought him to the village. And the village then began to produce a very premium coffee. Yes. 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 Now. And you, through your connections and. Taipei and yes. Taiwan yep. have been able to help them establish yes. a a whole brand of coffee, mm-hmm. which is high quality. Yes, and now it's being packaged, and you have not just the coffee, but mm-hmm. you have people in Taiwan uh, that are maybe disabled and can't be employed otherwise, but they're making packaging yes. for the coffee. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's so extraordinary, Alan. Yeah, over these last couple years, yeah. how this brand mm-hmm. now is developing an income stream mm-hmm. for the believers, mm-hmm. but also it's creating opportunity for witness. Yes. So tell me about the man who is now assembling the boxes, the paper boxes in Taiwan, mm-hmm. and he's not a believer. Yeah. And he comes to you, and what does he ask? Well, uh, I bring the, the, the coffee bean to Taiwan, an uh, import to Taiwan, and I try to develop uh become a package become the uh uh we can sell it. so uh we design we uh print and we have to package the, the coffee so and i found that um the disabled person they would like to help they would like to do the the the, the uh the assembly of the boxes yes, and the yes. the packaging yeah so i uh so I give them the opportunity opportunity to do that, and they were so they were so happy that they can do something. Yes, uh, it's yeah. productive employment for yes. them. Yeah, they would. and and even some of them just being exposed to the whole process mm-hmm. have decided to ask questions about Jesus. Yes, yes, yeah. And one even recently he told recently you he wanted you to to be baptized. From folding the boxes, yeah. <laughs> but at every point of the process, mm-hmm. the Lord is being honored. Yes. From the growing of the bean, yeah, to the production process, mm-hmm. to the packaging, yes, and now to the distribution, yes. You even have it packaged in some forms mm-hmm. where there is a Bible verse on every yeah. packet of the coffee, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, a great opportunity for people to share their Just, faith. Yes. Uh, no matter. Uh, he himself drink coffee. He can read the Bible. Also, the the most important, he can share the coffee with his friends and yes. the read the scripture uh, to share with his friends. It's a most extraordinary story, Alan, and it and it speaks to the way which God surprises us with ideas and opportunities that we could not have imagined. But as we're faithful, He opens up doors. Yes. Which brings us back to mainland China. 
yep. where the gospel is changing lives. Mm-hmm. People are finding that living for Jesus yeah. brings blessing. Yes. And that makes other people, their neighbors, want to know more too. Yes, yes. And one by one, village by village, yeah. province by province, yes. the gospel is yeah. growing in yeah. China. Yeah. And also, you know, uh, many Christians, they do business and, and they, through their business, they share the gospel, they share the word of God to his friend or his customer. So um, the, the, the gospel spread like that way through the business. So that we call business mission, something like yes, that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And is there, a, is there something in the scripture uh-huh. that is especially meaningful to you, yeah. Alan, as you think about all these things, uh, how, the, how the Lord is at work okay. in all these things you're doing? Okay. Uh, I would like to read this verse that is from the Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. The scripture is... Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. You know, when I read this word, suddenly, Lord, let me know, even in a tiny coffee bean, God created and uh, uh, with his wisdom, and he put the what you would like to put inside the uh, the, the coffee bean, not not only necessary, not, uh, not only the nursery, but through the coffee bean can do the ministry, can yes. do the mission ministry work. Everything he has made, yes, can be transformed into an instrument of life. Yes, yes, and he is worthy yeah. of honor for yes. so much creation and blessing yeah. and honor. Yes, and you are living. That you're yeah. you're watching it in your life. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm so happy that I can walk with God and, and and walk and work with Him. I know that there are people listening today who have never been to China. They are wondering about all that you have described. They're thinking about their own lives and they're thinking, how could my life be better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that. I could grow coffee or that I can be in business or can the Lord help me in my life? And I think, Alan, your story should say to everyone listening, no matter where you are or who you are, if you surrender your life into the Lord's hands, he can take what you have, even a coffee bean, and turn it into something that is good and blessed. That's true. And uh, he can give you life in this world and the world to come. And I want to invite everyone listening with us just now to pause for a moment and pray Know that the God that we address in this prayer knows you by name, and he wants to come alongside if you're willing to let him be your companion, your friend, your guide. Pray with us. Our Father, first today I want to thank you for China. Thank you for my brother Alan and for all those who work with him who are bringing life to that great land. We thank you for the work of this coffee ministry and pray that it will prosper and grow. Similarly, Lord, I pray for everyone who is listening today, no matter where they are in the world, no matter what their circumstance, may they know that when life is surrendered into your hand and your purposes, you have the capacity to take all of our circumstances and turn them for the good. We pray, Lord, that as we are bowing before you now, that you will encourage those who are longing for more in this life for the good. I pray that 
there will be lives surrendered and changed forever because of this prayer. And we thank you for hearing it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, if you'd like to know more about how the God of Alan Lowe and so many in China can be your God too, if you'd like to know more about how Jesus can help your life be transformed, give us a call. Just dial this number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. We're by the phone. We want to hear from you. Alternatively, you can check us out online. Just visit our website, CBH, that's Christians Broadcasting Hope, cbhviewpoint.org. You can read about the ministry there. You can also send us an email, and we will reply. Or at the last, if you prefer, just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us on the phone, reach out to us online, or use the post, please, let us hear from you this week. Alan, it's the dawn of a new year. I wish you a happy new year. Thanks for being with us. Happy new year. And of course, the new year that we are observing by the Western calendar is just a little bit ahead of the Chinese New Year, which comes at the end of January. So before we go, would you offer a blessing on our listeners in the Chinese language uh, for this new year, whether Uh they're observing the turn of January or the Chinese New Year? Mm -hmm. Ask the Lord to bless them. Would you do that? Okay. I'll speak in in Mandarin. Yes, please. Okay. And yes, the same right back at you, I'd say. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. And thank you for joining us today on Viewpoint. I hope you'll be with us again next week as we bring you some more stories from the far east, from Chiang Mai and Thailand. This is Jim Lyon. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, thanks for being with us. Stay tuned.